I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the Power 365 show, where I interview staff at Microsoft across the Power Platform and Dynamics 365 technology stack. I hope you'll find this podcast educational and inspire you to do more with this great technology. Now, let's get on with the show. Today's guest is from England. In the United Kingdom, she's a senior technical specialist on the Power Platform team at Microsoft. She has 16 years experience with SAP. She helps customers and partners understand how Power Platform can be the heart of their digital transformation. You can find links to her bio, any social media, that type of thing in the show notes for this episode. Welcome to the show, Marisol. Hi, thanks for having me. Good to have you on the show and good to unpack this interesting subject area, which is, you know, customers that are using SAP as a system of record. And of course, we could swap out the word SAP with Oracle or, you know, any other big backend system of record solution and look at how does a power platform really enable new experiences for our customers when they're, they've got these these massive systems behind the scenes. But before we start there, tell us a bit about food, family, and fun for you. Food, family, <laughs> and fun. Everything when you're not doing Microsoft stuff. Right. Food, lots of food because my husband is a chef. Mm-hmm. So lots of good food actually in, in my house, I think. And when he goes away, like last week, my poor kids have to eat my food. So that's that's hard for them. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, difficult to diet in my house and all of that. So it's a, it's a great place to be. And then fun, uh, I mean, I have two kids, 16 and 10. Fun probably means football in this house. Mm-hmm. So, you know, three boys, football fans. Football like uh, not, not a, how, how do you say in Australia? Is that soccer yeah, for soccer, you or soccer, is also football? Soccer. Yeah. Oh, you are soccer also. Okay, so it's soccer. Um, but yeah, so I have a lot of a lot of that in my house. Uh, so I spend my my weekends shouting at, yes. at, at people in the in the in the field. I'm a, a very good football mom. And what was the other thing? I forgot. Uh, so <laughs> that's food. We've covered food. We've covered family, and we've covered fun. I think we've got it all covered. All right. Well done. Well done. Well done. <laughs> What about, where do you originate from? Because I, de- I detect that's not an English accent I'm listening to. Yeah, I'm originally from Venezuela. Mm-hmm. So I came to live in the UK 15 years ago, more or less. Wow. And back in Venezuela, I started as, a, as an SAP consultant mm-hmm. um, over there. And then I moved to, to, to the UK yes. uh, and I joined SAP UK uh, I don't know, uh, 2008, I think, 2007. Mm-hmm. So that, that was... Wow. Um, that's what that was my start in the UK was straight with a um with a with SAP. Right, right. Awesome, awesome. And for those that have been with business applications for many, many years, Marisol works for Ruben Krupner, which, uh, if you know, was uh, one of the people right back in the early days of MSCRM and Dynamics when he was based in Seattle at the time. Of course, he's now based in the UK, but he's a, an Australian that has strong opinions and I love them for it. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's good to have you on yeah. the show. And, and let's, let's look at unpacking this interesting topic around extending SAP with a power platform. What's your take on that? What does that mean? 
So I joined Microsoft two and a half years ago and um, coming from SAP and, and coming from a, a background of user experience and integration. Mm-hmm. When I joined the team, I knew my SAP knowledge was going to be useful in some way. You know, like I knew I was going to kind of face more or less the same big customers that I was mm-hmm. talking to when I was at SAP. But it became kind of like um, an, a massive eye opening on on how this platform really can help SAP customers. And I love that about the platform that I really believe it can be so useful for SAP customers to complement what they do with SAP tooling that that, that is, is very good too, of course. Mm-hmm. And then SAP customers will use it a lot, but to complement that work with something like Power Platform, I really believe is, is just amazing. So being in this in this side now on the Microsoft side, but still have all the contact with the SAP world, with the SAP use cases, with the, the, the way that SAP works, but also making it better in so many ways. Uh, it's, it's just a great place to be. What's your opinion on how SAP feel about Microsoft telling the story about the the extending the Power Platform? And and I know from you know whenever I'm having the conversations, uh, Rum Fiori come into the mix as in the, the customer will bring those up. And then more recently, I think in the last six or so months, SAP have announced their own low code solution. I don't actually even know what the name of that is. So I know that Microsoft and SAP have a very tight relationship. SAP is used a lot inside Microsoft as in most organizations that are in the enterprise. What's that relationship like from the Power Platform's perspective? I think, I mean, of course, the partnership is there. It's a, it's a massive partnership. We are a big customer of SAP. We have probably mm-hmm. the biggest SAP finance system mm-hmm. as a company. SAP is a massive co- customer of, 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 of Microsoft. They have a lot of SAP systems on Azure and a lot of products that they use from, from Microsoft. So the partnership is, is there. As you said, I mean, they have a low-code strategy. They have some low-code products and, and, and they have also the, the non-low-code products that they use for extensibility of SAP. And I think as the message from our side is so positive and so complementary, I think even for SAP as a company, it will be very useful to, to, to also use a power platform for their, their own use cases. Mm-hmm. So it is a matter of choosing kind of the right tool for the right mm-hmm. job is how I see it. And I think um, SAP, maybe they, they sometimes they don't uh, recognize this, mm-hmm. but customers show the customers show what they need. And, and, and customers more and more, after understanding the art of the possible and understanding how technically this works, mm-hmm. then they start clearly seeing, you know, that there is a path that it goes in one direction and a path that goes in the other direction. So even with a low-code platform from mm-hmm. SAP, there are a lot of use cases where it makes more sense to do it on Power Platform. So let's start with the connectivity or the, the, the integration with the office world, with the rest mm-hmm. of Microsoft, with yes. Teams. Yes. Um, you know, the, there is so many use cases that require, for example, the generation of a template in Word mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or the, the an approval process that you want to have it like clearly embed in Teams. And then these type of use cases are really easy in, in Power Platform. So there is no question there. But also there are so many cases where it's not just about SAP, where it's SAP plus Mm-hmm. whatever else, yes. you know, from, from the world. And I mean, SAP tooling can also do that. SAP tooling can also connect to office 
in, mm-hmm. in some ways. Uh, office, uh, SAP tooling can also connect to other things in, their, in the customer landscape, but sometimes it's not as straightforward. So this is when, when we think that the Power Platform can complement. And what also happens is that we look at the SAP customers. Many of them, I would say almost most of them, are using Power Platform already. Okay, So they already have, um, they use, even if it's just for citizen development, mm-hmm. they have it. They have it already as part of their, their strategy from, for, 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 for low code and, and to be able to, to do things faster. And that means there is probably a community in the company already. There is knowledge. There is stuff that they can't reuse in this place and then also uh, do the, some of the SAP use cases. So I will never go to an SAP customer and say, do not use Fiori or mm-hmm. don't use PTP or anything. Mm-hmm. First of all, because I'm a massive fan of those technologies. This is what I used yeah. to do at SAP and I, exactly. I saw this, you know. But there is cases where I want to say it doesn't make sense, but it's easier <laughs> in this mm-hmm. way. And then even for SAP developers, and I have this conversation with many customers before, and, and the SAP developers in the call, sometimes they jump and they are like, oh, wait, you know, what are you saying? And I'm like, no, I'm here to help you. If you, as an SAP developer, apart from knowing all of this great stuff that is on BTP, you also mm-hmm. know Power Platform, you can look at your backlog, and I'm sure there is a lot of stuff that you clear out very quickly with Power Platform, and then you can go and concentrate in the complex things mm-hmm. that they are always required. And there is never enough SAP developers, there is never enough budget to be able to complement and to create all of the use cases that, that, that they are always needed, all the requirements from, from the business and from everything. Mm-hmm. This is good. So, this is good. I hear, and and please correct me if I'm wrong, that when SAP people, staff, want to uh, triage data in SAP, often they export it into Excel, do their triage and put it back in. How big does Excel play part of the <laughs> SAP landscape currently or pre-Power Platform? Yeah, so if we if we go in details of what are, let's say, popular use cases of mm-hmm. Power Platform with SAP, one of our main areas that we see uh, improvements and people working on it is this type of Excel-based processes that happen mm-hmm. a lot. I mean, any SAP customer can go and talk to their finance team and ask the question, how much work you do on Excel before you touch SAP? And it's mm-hmm. crazy. I mean, in some cases it works out, but in some cases mm-hmm. it can be trouble. It can be, mm-hmm. you know, like you need to control that or you need to make it better or you, you can make it easier. You can automate it in, yes. in so many ways. So this is this is the type of perfect use cases, actually, for, for Power Platform, where Excel could even be still in the picture if mm-hmm. the person likes Excel mm-hmm. or it could be completely gone and then do it in a different way in a better way or automated again but this is this is typical stuff and there is so much work that happens around SAP that is still required that is so important as part of the business process and many times there is no really visibility of what is going on or -hmm. there is no way to audit who did what or anything Uh, and and sometimes there is those like unofficial approval processes that happen by people mm-hmm. sending emails to each other. Do you do you think it's okay? Yeah, yeah, I think it's okay, blah, blah, blah. And then they go and approve and then they go and write. Because of course, SAP is the core system. You want to keep it clean. You want to ma- yes. keep it right. But it is it is crazy stuff that you find out. And then it's when you start talking to the teams and you do those discovery sessions, those design thinking sessions to, mm-hmm. to get to the use cases. And they are like, oh, actually, I do this, you know, before I go and write the journal entries in the general ledger, I use Excel mm-hmm. and I do this, this and that. And then it's, it's great to, to, to be able to help them to improve those those processes. 
So that, that's a great use case. What are the other common use cases that you're seeing that people are adopting the Power Platform to handle? There is a lot of simplification of the UI, of course. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, we know SAP customers are in different parts of the journey to S4HANA. Yes. When they are on S4HANA, of course, the, the, the UI is, is something that it has been improved. You know, we know about the, the SAP user experience strategy that they have mm -hmm. been working with uh, for a long time. Uh, but um, a lot of customers still in all the releases of SAP, we have a, a lot of customers in the manufacturing industry, in the oil gas industry, in many, many places where they still work with transaction-based you know, interfaces and heavy uh, transactions where they have to put a lot of data, where they need five days of training to be able to learn how to use the transaction, how to create the, 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 mm. the data, whatever they're doing. So we see a lot of simplification of the UI. And, uh, and it's interesting because many times it's to help into that, even that journey to S4HANA, because even there is, there is examples from Microsoft, the company, you know, like mm -hmm. our finance world, where they have created power apps to do stuff, to innovate, to make things easier for the finance teams mm -hmm. uh, to interact with SAP. They know when they go to S4HANA, those applications look better and are easier and better. And probably when we upgrade to S4HANA, because we are not on S4HANA yet, mm -hmm. when we upgrade to S4HANA, we will probably use the out-of-the-box theory that is okay, mm -hmm. you know? But we are not mm -hmm. there yet. And it will, it will take us a few years to get there. But we can provide that innovation today. You know, we created a, a series of power apps that help with the um, with the with the activity. And then, uh, what happens when we go to S for Hana? Okay, it doesn't matter because we didn't spend a lot of time developing this. You know, like yes. it can go away. Yes, or maybe yes. people still like it. Some or some of the people still like it, and then they, they will switch it to talk to S for Hana instead of ACC. So this is the type of things that we are seeing a lot. So I wouldn't see it always as a temporary solution, mm -hmm. but in, 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 we see that this this is this has been very useful for customers. Um, and the other thing is again is to complement that that SAP SAP tooling and for example adding mobility features to to to, to stuff. I mean all possible of course again on BTP and the cloud uh, mm -hmm. and the uh, business technology platform, but in in power apps you know. Putting like a, a you know using the camera, using the GPS, do barcode bar, uh, bar scanning, stuff like that. Yes. It's so straightforward that of course it helps to 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 to, to do it quickly. Again, mm -hmm. concentrate on the complex stuff and then try to clear up and do stuff faster. So we see a lot of those type of scenarios too, uh, helping with the with the better integration. And then of course the integration with Teams, I think, is very very powerful. So we see a lot of cases of applications created to be embedded on Teams, but also. Mm -hmm. Chatbots, for example, chatbots that they talk to your SAP system and they could be a life changing activity. You know, like mm -hmm. today, if I have to see if an invoice has been paid or not, mm -hmm. if I have to open SAP and go to a specific Fiori app or transaction, enter, I don't know how many parameters to be able to see if the Fiori app has been paid. And then I can create a chatbot that actually is created literally in minutes because it's not difficult at all. Mm -hmm. You don't need to understand the magic uh, around how the chatbots talk or anything. Mm -hmm, you just mm -hmm. tell what it is. And then the thing just, I'm in Teams and I want to know if the invoice has pay and I talk to the chatbot and just tells me as it is. You know, I didn't even mm -hmm, have to think that that was SAP. It's just tell me about the invoice. That, that's all I need to know. 
So all of these use cases are, are, are stuff that we are seeing more and more in, in customers and, and they see the benefit. How do we move beyond using the Power Platform to solve a point solution and move to much more of a strategic play? And, you know, in that SAP story, like one of the things I'm always looking at, how do we get the first thousand apps built? And when I say apps, I'm not meaning just power apps. It could be automations. It could be, you know, chat, you know, using PVA as part of that. How do we land with customers much more that much more strongly that story of, yes, it can solve a couple of the, the burning issues that you have, but we need to switch to much more of a strategic look at the platform and how do we, how do we, yeah, take customers on that journey to looking at that first thousand apps being built or deployed? I think, first of all, you have to think bigger than SAP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you were saying you could replace this by Oracle, by whatever else you have in the company. And, and a lot mm-hmm. of our customers have massive landscapes with so many types of systems. So first of all, you have to think uh, bigger. And there is a lot of use cases that today or before it was so complicated to achieve that we just leave it, we didn't do it, mm-hmm. that today with this type of platform, you are able to to create these things. So this is this is this is the first thing. But I think the let's say culture of fusion development mm-hmm. putting that in the company is key in this yes okay yes. because of course there is three ways that i see using the power platform mm-hmm. way number one citizen development extension of office personal productivity amazing yes. stories of people you know crazy stuff that they have been creating with sharepoint and excel and beautiful stories i don't think that's where we see it when we mm-hmm. think about scenarios like sap okay mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. we have fusion development that is when you have business doing some stuff and helping for example designing the app how the ui Mm -hmm, should look mm -hmm, like you mm -hmm, know like mm -hmm. this is they know what they want they know how things should read you know like the the business terminology not sap terminology but the business terminology etc they can create the app and then when they need to do the connectivity bit when they need to talk to sap then ProDev takes over and does mm-hmm. the connectivity because there is there is a level of skills that they are required to be able to know what to call an SAP. And then and then of course things like drafting a business process. You know, I want this to be look like that and send a notification to this one and then and then again, you know, ProDev takes over to do the connectivity, whatever. Mm-hmm. And with all the great collaboration tools that we are creating and how you know people can work together, then I think a fusion development is key. And then of course it's ProDev using the platform and this is what I was describing before, even mm. SAP developers learning how to use the platform that is easier to, to be an SAP developer learning Power Platform, that Power Platform people learning SAP, I think is, mm-hmm. is, is that way. And, and then the rest of the product world using the platform to speed up development in general, mm. okay, that we see more and more. I mean, I was amazed in the Power Platform conference in, uh, in Orlando, mm-hmm. how many techies were there. I was expecting yep. more like a modern world type of yep. people, yep. you know, mm-hmm. and I was there and everywhere was a techie. And it was amazing to see how many sessions about DevOps, about, you know, integration with other Azure services and mm-hmm. how we mm-hmm. work with GitHub and how we work with API management and all of this. This is showing the real power of, of, of the platform. And that is when you can have your app factories and that's when you can have your thousand applications, etc. especially with Fusion. I think mm-hmm. is key on that growing uh, of the platform. Yeah. How do you handle, let's call it the fear that a customer has 
that you're going to integrate to SAP. I'm, I'm working with a company, global company. I won't say what industry because I think it might identify it too too easily. <laughs> that have got a massive SAP footprint. They're they're going in. They're getting involved uh, um, in the power platform more and more. But there's a fear of connecting the power platform to SAP and where, as you would, could imagine, a lot of the operations happen in there. And there's kind of a couple of fears that I've identified. One is, could the power app damage the integrity of the data, right? And so I, and I talk about the connector being honoring all kind of security role privileges that are in place to address that. The other one, is the SAP going to hit me with more licensing if I am doing work in Power App or, you know, taking data out of the system, triaging it, working with it, approvals, whatever it is, putting it back in. Is there a fine line between getting into multiplexing in how you're accessing that data? What are your thoughts around these fears? Right. So the, the first part, of course, is related with governance, security, control, monitoring. Okay. Mm-hmm. So th- this is, of course, key whenever you want to really use the power platform for more than the personal productivity that we were talking about mm-hmm, before mm-hmm. but more to be able to create enterprise solutions okay that that includes of course systems like SAP and, and, and any other enterprise system that, that you have in the company governance is key okay mm-hmm. so having a, a proper governance model will give you uh, and give you know everybody that takes care of those systems like the SAP administrators mm-hmm. etc them enough information to understand that okay it's not like connecting or having the opportunity to connect power platform with sap means that everybody will go and do whatever they want it doesn't Mm -hmm. work like that and the idea of having a governance model where you go and you okay i have an sap use case and you go and request in in some way you know like uh, in a process you request a set of environments where you are going to do your development your testing your production uh, is going to be um in a, in a normal, you know, like application lifecycle management type mm-hmm. way. Um, then, of course, that, that gives a different meaning. And then, then you can apply, you know, uh, DLP policies and you, you can decide what connectors are going to be available in there and if Dataverse is going to be uh, possible. You know, like all of these mm-hmm. things um, will give them, from the point of view of, of Power Platform, a way to, to, to say, okay, that, you know, there is governance. It's not like it's crazy and everybody will be able to do whatever they want. And then, of course, the understanding of how the authentication against SAP is going to happen. That, of course, we have different uh, options there and depending on the type of connectivity. But in general, you know, like the user needs to have access to SAP and needs to have access to the data and is going to respect his or her authorizations. Mm-hmm. It's not like because I have a power app that can create um, a purchase requisition, you know, I will be able to do it if I don't have authorization to do so. Yeah, so this is this is important. So the authorization still live on SAP. The the way that you are going to be able to interact, whatever you know, the data that I'm gonna be able to use, it still lives on SAP. Having said this, of course, if I'm going to interact with SAP, I need to be licensed to interact mm-hmm. with SAP. Okay, so there is no question here. And, and and yes, there is some, let's call it, things that you need to think about when you are deciding to use Power Platform with SAP. But also, I always tell my customers, don't be scared. I mean, go mm. and ask your SAP account executives, if you don't yeah. know, yeah. what can you do? 
because it all depends on your contract. So mm-hmm. if you look at the the, the, the SAP contract, and I know customers that they come from the kind of the, the, the older world of SAP and there was all of these, you know, indirect access and all of this stuff mm-hmm. and having problems with compliance and all of this. Of course, you know, they are scared. But also SAP since a long time ago recognized it, that SAP data is needed somewhere else. Mm-mm. That SAP data is needed now, you know, that you need IoT devices talking to yes. SAP, that you need mobile applications that are not just SAP, but Mm-mm-mm. from other places. So all of this is is still required. And and and, and that's why they changed in 2018. They changed the way that they do contracts. Uh, yes. and, 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 and these type of things are easier now. So Mr. Customer, don't be scared. Go and find out from your contract, from your account executive, what mm. you can do. And even if there is some licensing implications, it's very different to what it used to be. You know, it, it's not like before that you need to have like a username license specifically for everything. There is ways mm-hmm. to do it based on the type of documents that you are creating. Many times reading is free and it's mm-hmm. more about when you're going to write. So, you know, you need to find out and it's all yeah. on your contract. So this is this is what I would say. But yeah, something to consider for sure and, and, and to be sure that you are doing it the right way. But you need to be licensed for sure. I mean, you're... You, interactive yeah. with SAP, <laughs> there is no way to avoid, like, uh, you know, not having licenses. That doesn't make sense. That's good. That's good. This has been such an interesting conversation. Is there anything else you'd like to add before I let you go for the day, for the evening in your case? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So today was more like a, a very, uh, let's say, how we how we see the two working mm. together in general. There is a lot of interesting uh, stuff happening. In this world, there is a lot of investment from our side in in making things uh, you know as good as possible. We have an acquisition that we made last year uh, from a company called Clear Software that yes. brings a lot of knowledge into this this picture. So we have different types of of integration with SAP. So we mm-hmm. fit into the customer's integration strategy. If the customer wants to connect using APIs and and, and using uh, API management, for example, there is amazing stuff happening on the Azure API management world, where mm-hmm. you can, of course, provide access to your APIs on SAP and then publish uh, automatically. And you can you can re- create automatically a custom connector from the Azure API management uh, mm-hmm. portal. So, it, you know, there is a lot of things happening on, on this world that, that, that can help you if you want to go the API type of way. Mm-hmm. There is also, you know, all this connectivity that is happening because of the clear software acquisition that we are improving uh, connectivity in the SAP classic way with BAPIs and RFCs that this is kind of a very, very SAP uh, specific, but mm-hmm. great for so many use cases. We are providing templates. Um, there is two that people can try straight away that maybe we can put the link if, if you want uh, yeah, yeah, as part of, of, of the link. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people can go and download the stuff that is in public preview at the moment and have a look at the procure to pay and the order to cash examples mm-hmm. but when everything goes because right now it's in public preview when it goes GA um, there will be about 25 apps that the team has promised and this will be growing and growing yeah so there is a lot of stuff happening so definitely maybe for another conversation uh, yeah. it will be interesting to get uh, maybe some, some some people from the clear software team or ex clear software you know now power automate of course I love it. I love it. Marisol, thank you so much for your time. This has been amazing. Yeah, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, business application MVP, Mark Smith, otherwise known as the NZ365 guy. If there's a guest you'd like to see on the show from Microsoft, please message me on LinkedIn. 
If you want to be a supporter of the show, please check out buymeacoffee.com forward slash NZ365 guy. How will you create on the power platform today? Ciao.